Good morning in this wonderful Monday morning and welcome to our God's Word for today, devotional. And we will read our text for today in Acts chapter 21, verses 17 to 26. When he had come to Jerusalem, the brothers received us gladly. On the following day, Paul went in with us to James and all the elders were present. After greeting them, he related one by one the things that God had done among the Gentiles through his ministry. And when they heard it, they glorified God. And they said to him, You see, brother, how many thousands there are among the Jews of those who have believed. They are all zealous for the law. And they have been told about you that you teach all the Jews who are among the Gentiles to forsake Moses, telling them not to circumcise their children or walk according to our customs. What then is to be done? They will certainly hear that you have come. Though therefore what we tell you, we have four men who are under a, a vow. Take this man and purify yourself along with them and pay their expenses so that they may shave their heads. Thus all will know that there is nothing in what they have, they have been told about you, but that you yourselves also live in observance of the law. But as for the Gentiles who have believed, we have sent a letter with our judgment that they should abstain from what has been sacrificed to idols and from blood and what was, what was has been strangled and from sexual immorality. Then Paul took the men and the next day he purified himself along with them and went into the temple, giving notice where the days of purification would be fulfilled and the offering presented for each one of them. Finally, Paul arrived in Jerusalem and he had mixed feelings. And one of the things that happened to him there was that he was confronted by a thing that he did not do, that is to disrespect the, the law of Moses. And there was a rumor, there was a slander because these people did not like and did not want the that the Gentiles will believe or will receive the gospel. So that Paul, they, they accused him that he was disrespecting the law. Now, today we are going to know from these scriptures how they handle this rumor. As I said, they must have a very mixed feelings when the team arrived in Jerusalem. It was a reunion. Paul was very glad to be back, certainly. His team could finally deliver the donations they have collected from the Asian and European churches to the apostles who were first spread the message of Jesus. Paul could give Jerusalem elders, the Jerusalem elders an account or a report of the healthy churches in Ephesus, Troas, Philippi, Thessalonica, Berea, and Corinth, that despite their various troubles, especially in Corinth, they faithfully are following Christ. So many people, when they hear the report where, glory, where, where we're able to glorify the Lord, they glorify the Lord upon hearing this report. And even the elders themselves, Paul had enjoyed this wonderful reunion while he could, but there was something that was of concern. He would soon learn later that despite his sacrifices and faithfulness, there was a rumor or slander against him going on. Some 
claimed he had forsaken and rejected entirely the Mosaic law and had encouraged other Jews to do as well. As he went about proving his respect for Mosaic law, another group of wicked people wrongly accused him. This time, the claim is that he brought a Gentile into the temple. Now, there will be always a reason for the critic to criticize. We cannot satisfy a person who is critical. If a person is critical, he can always find fault. Even when they read the Bible, if they are critical, they can find fault in the Bible. The problem is not that the Bible has wrong or mistakes. It's, it's their hearts that have, you know, harbor, are harboring this um, evil and malicious intent because they cannot submit to the authority of the scriptures. So when Paul was confronted by the elders, he denied the accusations so that the church in Jerusalem was relieved. Assuring Gentiles into the church is one thing, and completely abandoning the symbol of Jewish national identity, which is circumcision, is quite another. God's command commands to the nation of Israel don't contradict the gospel of salvation. Paul was not saying that if you believe in the gospel, you are going to forsake the tradition of the Jews. It would, it would have been difficult for evangelists in Jerusalem to witness to Jewish Pharisees if Paul were traveling the world telling Jewish Christians not to be circumcised because it will offend them. So the elders asked him, what then is to be done? They will certainly hear that you have come, that you've arrived in Jerusalem. So these elders devised a plan. So they suggested, suggested to Paul, do therefore what we tell you. We have four men who are under the vow. Take these men and purify yourself along with them and pay their expenses so that they may shave their heads because they were Nazarite. Thus all will know that there is nothing in what they had been told about you, but that you yourself also live in observance of the law. Paul had to show a way to prove that he respected the law. Now, a lesson we can learn here is that whatever we claim, it's important to substantiate it. We have to prove our claim in order to erase suspicions. When we look into the aspect of slander or rumor, rumors are rooted from half-truths. Are they not? It's not that the people are telling a totally false thing. It's not. They are, they are just exaggerating. Because of their malicious intent, people choose to exaggerate one aspect of a thing or a fact. So when Paul heard from Paul, they were enlightened because they were able to, to hear the side of Paul. That, that Paul was not disrespectful as the enemies claimed that he was. What can dispense away rumor is the truth. Jesus said, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free from any deception, from any lies from the enemy. So our lesson for today is, it's important to listen to both sides of the story. There are always two sides of the story, as there are always two sides in a coin. In other words, 
let's not jump into conclusion right away. When you hear somebody's slandering or spreading rumors about you, take the caution, take precaution that you're not going to jump into conclusion that what they told you or that they are going to tell you is the truth. Get the two sides of the story. So this is the problem of rumor, especially when you have no privilege and opportunity to explain your side. But the Bible tells us that if people malign us, we should glorify in the Lord because blessed are we if we are persecuted for his name's sake. Because there will be always people who will be against the people of God and they are used by the enemy knowingly or unknowingly. Moreover, let's not take for granted the power of the tongue. Slander, rumors, they are tactics of the enemy to pin down God's children, to discourage God's children. Let's heed what Solomon says in Proverbs 18 verse 21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruits. Remember, the tongue is just a small part, organ of the body, yet, according to James, it is so small that a ship could be handled by a rudder. That's the tongue. A small spark of fire can burn the whole forest. It's just a very small part of our lives, but it's very powerful. If we are not careful, we can use it in order to desperate and put people into problems because you are not careful on what we say, or you can bring encouragement or life. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. So let us always be watchful of the tongue. As somebody said, be watchful of your tongue because it's slippery. It's always wet. Well, Paul was blameless. There was nothing that they can pin down and identify the pole was has to be accused of something wrong that he did, that he did not rectify or he did not straighten it out. Paul was blameless. Yet the devil, using malicious people, was trying to discourage Paul. Let's be realistic in serving the Lord. There will be always people that Satan will use in order to spread rumor and slander, especially if you're working and serving faithfully for the Lord's kingdom. Let's be warned. Let us pray. Father, we are so thankful that this morning we are warned today that we will be ready about people who are instruments of Satan in order to discourage us, Lord, through slander and rumors. Thank you, Lord, that no matter what people will say, if we are okay, we are blameless, that will not change the fact, Lord. Thank you that we have the scriptures and that Jesus said the scriptures, if you know the truth, the truth shall set you free. So bless us, Lord, through this devotion this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you.